Hello, welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. I'm your host, Amobia Kugo. If you're returning, thank you. If you're new, welcome. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. Uh, this week, a lot has happened. A lot has happened that I want to catch you guys up on. Uh, firstly, I don't even know if that's a word, but Lonzo Ball just recently fired his business manager. If you know his business manager, his business manager was also a family friend. Um, they grew up together. Um, or not, he grew up together. He grew up together with his son. Um, basically... He lost about $1.5 million from this business manager. Apparently, they can't account for um, the money as he was getting ready for tax season. Um, It's really unfortunate when these situations happen, Um, specifically with Lonzo Ball, because um, me personally, I thought he was doing a great thing by kind of creating his own lane, especially so young in his career, um, with the Facebook series, with his own apparel line, shoe line. He's really uh, pushing the agenda to give athletes the the platform to create their own. Uh, many times you see athletes, you know, they sign the Nike deals, they sign the Adidas deals, they sign the Under Armour deals. And then after, whether their careers um, last or not, they get put by the wayside. But with Lonzo Ball and Big Baller Brand and what he was doing, not only for himself, but his whole family, uh, it was great to see. So with this happening, uh, it's just really unfortunate. And it kind of, it kind of makes you wonder, like, like what's your thoughts? And it, it makes it, it, it shows how difficult it is to really trust a financial advisor, whether it's from a family, whether it's a regular financial advisor. Like, how are you supposed to know? What's the criteria to really dive into what it takes to trust your financial advisor or your business manager? What questions should you be asking? How should you audit them at the end of the year? Do you risk potentially getting scammed to give them a chance? Word of mouth, like all these things factor in, but you never really know until you either get scammed or you don't get scammed. So it's it's just so tough to um, really, really check on who should handle your money, who shouldn't handle your money. But uh, I think Lonzo Ball made a good decision, especially when it comes to family business managers, because it may be so hard to sever ties, but he, it seems like he did it nice and quick and wasn't able, uh, wasn't worried about, you know, the, the, the fallback or the scrutiny, people making fun of him because obviously um, he's been under the limelight from the very first day of his career because of his family's um, decisions, I should say, both with his dad and um, just his personal decisions. You know, when you, when you go against the grain, people are waiting for your downfall. So um, it's unfortunate to see Lonzo Ball have to do this, but it's good that he's taken a control of his uh, money management because at the end of the day, it's his money. He has to know where it's going at all times. Um, it, Last thing I want to point out on this, 
why does his business manager have access to his account? There should never be a, a situation where someone else is able to go into your account without your without your knowabouts. That 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 needs to be nipped at all times. If you're not getting a notification every time money's getting out of your account, I don't know I don't know what you're doing, especially as a professional athlete. You have so much money you, you like you lose track. If you see like $200 here, $500 here, $1000 here come out of your account, you're probably not not thinking anything of it. And then all of a sudden 1.5 million dollars comes missing and then you're 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 left looking for that money. So, uh, be aware of that. Um, what else happened? Serena Williams adds to her portfolio. Um, she keeps killing the game. So she recently joined uh, Bumble's investment fund. Bumble, um, if you notice that the woman led um, dating app, so the women get to choose their partners. Um, so they created a, uh, um, an investment fund where Serena Williams is now an advisor. Um, so and that's really cool. Uh, Serena Williams is one of the leaders when it comes to athlete investors. She's in, on a number of boards. She does a lot of work when it comes to investing and um, letting her money do the talking for her. Uh, Tim Tebow, who you may recognize, former quarterback, former MLB player. Uh, I think now he's just an analyst and doing God's work. Uh, he recently talked to CNBC um, about prioritizing making money while he sleeps. Uh, he mentioned a number of things as why um, why that's important for him. Um, real estate is one avenue where he, he tries to uh, diversify his portfolio, um, hiring a good financial team, which we talked about before. Uh, one of his biggest mistakes, which is funny, is uh, he says not being able to invest in some markets or sorry, in some companies when the market was down. And um, as famous investor Warren Buffett says, you know, when there when there's blood in the water, that's when the time to invest is. Um, so it's it's uh, it's interesting for him to say that as athletes, you know, it's important to have diversification, but also to be ready to strike when the opportunity is hard. But you got to be smart about these opportunities because in our mindset, the, the, the opportunity is hot at all times. And that may not be the case. You got to be strategic about your strategy, strategic about your investment mindset and strategic about when you may um, invest or allocate funds to a certain uh, a certain category to help you to help you gain, to gain money. Um, another uh, article that came out recently was uh, Dante Jones. He spoke to the entrepreneur. Uh, Dante Jones, you may or may not know him. Uh, he played for Duke. He played for Ca Cleveland Cavaliers along with a number of other teams. Um, but he wasn't an all-star. Uh, he has a championship, but he wasn't a marquee player. But he had a 14-year career. Um, and now he's obviously done playing and now he's the managing partner of Pearl Holmes. So it's, uh, it's, uh, how can I explain it? It's, um, smart. It's like a smart home real estate ser service. Um, and he talks to entrepreneur about, um, 
you know, three things that entrepreneurs and athletes can take to their second acts. As we all know, athletes struggle finding their second careers or their second sports after they're after they're done playing. Um, and he said, follow your inspiration. Figure out what's trending and be prepared to overcome others' perceptions of you. I really um, I really like what he said about be prepared to overcome others' perceptions of you because throughout your life, throughout your whole history, you've been identified as a basketball player or football player or soccer player or hockey player, or just an athlete. But when you're done playing, what happens with that? You're just a retired athlete. That's when you take advantage of the relationships you've built, the capital you acquired to pursue other passions. And you have to know that at some point, that sport that you're playing is no longer going to be there. So what other passions have you acquired? How do you express yourself in other ways to others? What are you doing? Because people will perceive you as the jock, the former athlete. But when you could provide so much more, they look at you in a different light. So make sure you're able to overcome other people's perception of you. Because if you if you pigeonhole yourself, you give them a reason to pigeonhole you. And don't do that. Um, follow your inspiration. I, I really like that as well because, you know, as athletes, we're, we're – we're brainwashed. No, I don't want to say brainwashed, but we're trained to focus on one thing. And that one thing is making us excel in the sport we're playing at that time. But if you have other passions, use sports to help you accomplish these other passions. Um, whether it's, you know, charity work, you know, you like to play music, you like to design clothes, it could be whatever. But use the platform you have now because that's it's, you're at the highest point with your leverage as an athlete. Use the platform you have now to pursue those other um, passions and inspirations. And I really thought it was cool to see um, a guy like Dante Jones, who uh, a lot of players or a lot of individuals may not know, but um, someone that they've shown um, that could be just as successful as the next guy if, if they do the right if they do things the right way. And that's what it's all about at a frugal athlete. You know, it's not just the the anomaly um, professional athletes or the low end professional athletes. It's all athletes, professional athletes, student athletes. How are you using your platform as an athlete, um, the capital you've gained, the leverage from the brand you've acquired, you've gained and being efficient and economical about it to not only give you a sustainable life while you're playing, but long after you're playing for your family and friends um, or whoever you want to support and provide for. Um, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, another um, athlete investor who's probably in the, the Mount Rushmore of athlete investors. He, so he recently joined um, the board. He, he recently got a board seat for Papa John's. And if you know about Papa John's, they recently, or not recently, but they've been under fire lately for um, their form, or not their former, but their founders, uh, racist comments that were um, overexposed on a on a conference call, and now Papa John's has obviously kind of rebranded, made some changes, trying to you know make amends for their past transgressions. And Shaquille O'Neal is on the um, on the on the board. 
Um, Shaquille O'Neal, he's an active investor. He's invested in Ring, Google. Uh, he has a number of franchises, even including his own restaurants. And it was cool to see on the, um, I think it was the Bloomberg interview about his value add or how he's a value enhancer for Papa John's, not just as a board member, but as a brand ambassador and franchisee as well. So he he invests he invested his own money to be a franchisee for Papa John's as well. So he, 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 he equated it to being a triple threat. And um, I really think that's, I really think that's cool. And obviously Shaq, um, his career has been a very blessed career, but it's cool to see that he's not just coming in from one position. He's coming in, as he said, a triple threat brand ambassador, franchisee, board member. And as athletes, we're able to do the exact same things Shaq can do, maybe at a smaller scale, but there's ways you can enhance a company in in ways that may, may not require capital. It's all about your experience, your your leverage, your your ability to connect, and how you express yourself. You are what you negotiate. If you can negotiate it, then that's what you deserve. Um, Shaquille O'Neal obviously brings a lot to the table, and he's able to get a lot from that. But as athletes in our own right, we're able to use Shaq as an example to do much of the same things. Um, what else do we got on tap today? Um, so Kevin Durant and LeBron James, two of the best basketball players, two of the top best basketball players, they give us a lesson in group economics. So obviously, Kevin Durant, LeBron James have been fighting neck and neck for the top spot for the past, I don't know, seven, eight years. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant kind of changed the changed the swing when he went to the Golden State Warriors. But as you know, they both have their own media companies. Uh, LeBron James was uninterrupted. Uh, Kevin Durant's partnered with YouTube and his own company, Thirty Five Ventures, to do um, standalone content. But it was good to see that their new series, uh, Flyby, in partnership with Alaska Airlines, um, who's a major partner with Kevin Durant, they were able to give a new content series called uh, Flyby. Um, and this is a perfect example of group economics. You know, as a, a quote that was said to me, or has been said to many others as well, if you want to go fast, go along, go alone. If you want to go far, go with someone else. And Kevin Durant and LeBron James, obviously, they can do anything that they want with the amount of capital they have, the the resources they have. But for them to be able to collaborate and uh, make sure their content is strategically beneficial for both parties is a great example of group economics um, and just business from an athlete perspective as well. You know, when you're able to use your own resources that you have as an athlete to not only better yourself, it's a it's a home run. Um, and many times as athletes, you know, we have the me, me, me mindset, you know, I got to do it for me. I got to make sure I'm good. And then the team will be good. I got to make sure I I reach my bonuses. But in this situation, they're both winning because they've been able to leverage each other's platform, um, each other's companies, each other's networks to get this deal done. Um, and obviously the content has been great. Um, uh, it's a great series. Make sure you check it out if you get a chance. Um, but you can apply this group economics to other facets of 
of business, whether it's, you know, real estate, you know, joining on a deal, you know, you don't have to be the only one to invest into a company. You can invest in a syndicate. So you're taking less risk, but you might get better reward. Um, Different things like that to understand that group economics mentality to help you in the long run. Um, Lastly, uh, we're going to keep this quick. Uh, Rob, Rob Gronkowski retired. And if you know Rob Gronkowski, I think we talked about about him before on previous episodes. He's famous for never spending a dime of his professional contract salary. He was always living off, you know, bonuses and endorsements. Uh, as Darren Rovell tweeted, uh, Rob Gronkowski retires, maintains he lived off his endorsement income and didn't spend a dime of his sixty million dollars he earned throughout his career. And that's the epitome of what it means to be a frugal athlete. Obviously, not all of us are going to be able to just live off our, our endorsement income, but to have the discipline when you've made sixty million dollars to not spend it, to see the kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel shows that it's capable. Your money management will take you a long way. He's not going to be struggling to find work after his career is done. He's not going to be worried about taking care of so-and-so or paying so-and-so bill because he's kept his expenses low. He's kept his investment strategy firm and he's made sure that he's set up long after his career is over. 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, the money he hasn't touched will not only provide for him, his family, his kids, his kids' kids, but anything else that he desires because he was able to be disciplined while he was at the highest point of his career, while he could have spent the money on jewelry and cars and clothes and whatever vacations and whatever else we wanted to spend it on. But because he had the you know, financial savviness and you know uh, prudent mentality, uh, he's, he's winning. Um, unlike some of his peers, you know, the stats show that over 50 percent of um, especially guys in the NFL um, fall to financial troubles within three years after their careers are over. Um, so we'll see. Uh, well, we wish Rob Gronkowski the best of luck in his retirement because there's still tough situations with retirement. You know, the identification crisis, as we talked about earlier, you know, knowing what you want to do. Um, changing people's perceptions of you. You know, it's not Rob Gronkowski, the tight end for the New England Patriots anymore. It's just Rob Gronkowski, former Super Bowl or Super Bowl champion, former NFL athlete. So he's going to have to worry about that. But in terms of money management, I think he's done himself a great job. Um, That's basically it. That's, that's, that's the news that's been happening. Um, Definitely tune in next week. For more um, more updates, uh, really appreciate you um, just tuning in. Leave a review if you would be so kind. Subscribe, share with a friend. Just tell your friend to share with a friend. Uh, we try to keep these consistent. Uh, make sure you check out our last episode with uh, Zach Pfeffer. I thought that episode was really good. Uh, we talked to a young young youth phenom, now turned investment banker. Um, due to graduate Temple at the end of the um, at the end of the school year and uh, head directly to Goldman Sachs. Um, I think it's a great story about money management at an early age. You know, he was he was making money before he even had a license. 
Uh, so make sure you turn into that if you get a chance. And um, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.